0: So I wanted to share with you a reflection this morning on something I heard from the preacher of the papal household. So the priest that's in charge of preaching to the Pope, his name is Raniero Mesa. He's an Italian Franciscan priest who was hired by Pope Saint John Paul II. And then Pope Benedict kept him, and so did Pope Francis. So he's probably pretty good, right? But he himself admits that he had a Copernican revolution in his life. Who are the science teachers here? Raise your hand. All right, so you can ask them about Copernicus, right? I had to look him up this morning just to make sure I had the story right. But Copernicus, 16th century, was the one who said, no, it's not the the earth that, or it's not the sun that revolves around the earth. You know, the earth is not the center of the universe, but the sun revolves around the sun. And not that he had everything perfect. But that was a Copernican revolution. And Father Cantalamesa admits that he himself had a bit of a Copernican revolution as he continued to reflect in his own life about the faith and about how we teach the faith and about how we live the faith. So so, I think so many of us were taught as kids, you know, this is what you have to do in order to be saved. You know, I think most of us grew up Catholic, so... We didn't really hear that, but, you know, these are the commandments you have to obey. These are the precepts of the church. These are the Ten Commandments. These are things you have to do in order to get to heaven or whatever it might be. Not that that's wrong, but he said so often the emphasis was on our work, on our action, and not the action of God, not the sacrifice of Christ. Not the work of God. If you could go back in that first reading and list all of the things that God did for his people, that'd be a nice exercise in religion class. Over, I led you. I saved you. I smote your enemies. I fed you. Over and over again. God's work. What God did. And at every mass. We remember what God did for us. Some of you have heard me say this before, but the whole of Judeo-Christian spirituality is rooted and grounded in memory. And what do we remember is what God did for us. That's what the Passover was, the climax of the Jewish calendar. The Passover was what? A memorial calling to mind what God had done, how he had acted mightily on their behalf. And what is now the Mass, but a memorial that really makes present what God did for us to save us, to redeem us, to make us new, to make us new, to conquer sin and death on our behalf. Not because we deserved it, not because we earned it, but because He loved us. His mercy endures forever. The beautiful song that we had today. His mercy endures forever. That's why he did it. And that's why he continues to do it. It's why he continues to act on our behalf each and every day. I think that's a great invitation for all of us in our prayer life, is to get in touch with what God is doing. And for us as teachers at a Catholic school, for us to be in touch with what God is doing, not only in our lives but in the lives of our of our students and parents. It's exciting. You know, God wants our walk with him to be exciting. He doesn't want it to be a burden. He doesn't want it to be a set of rules that we're supposed to follow. I read a great thing over the summer on vacation, and please, everyone take note, because <laughs> it really hit me over the head too. Rules without relationship leads to rebellion. How about that? Rules without relationship leads to rebellion. I was reading something that Canto La wrote uh, this morning for my meditation. He's like, you know, the apostles, they preached to a pre-Christian world. Well, now you get to preach to a post-Christian world. Congratulations. So you and the apostles share something. You are teaching people who have very little Christian culture. They have very little knowledge of God and his ways. That's a challenge. And we can only do it with the Holy Spirit. That's why we're wearing red today. That's why we're offering this votive mass to the Holy Spirit. Because we can't do it with mere words. The apostles didn't go out there and construct good arguments that people believe because, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think I'll believe that. Are you kidding? Right? That's not what happened. Right? They preached with power. They preached with the Holy Spirit. They were the messengers and God confirmed their message with the Holy Spirit. And I think that's the the kind of trust that we all have to have. We're not going to, you know, of course we have to prepare our classes and and we have to study and we have to be knowledgeable. But at the end of the day, we got to trust in God. And we have to ask the Holy Spirit, please confirm my message for me. You know, I may not be real eloquent. I may not have a PhD. You know, I may be just a, you know, a cradle Catholic from Detroit. But Holy Spirit, help me. And please touch the hearts of my students. Open up their minds and their hearts to the truth that sets them free. And that will help them to become all that God created them to be. They're all such great people, right? These these little souls that God entrusts to you. And if you believe in them, you know how powerful that is. I can still remember the first day of fifth grade. Who are the fifth grade teachers? Any of them? Okay, fifth grade, right there. I can still remember the first day of fifth grade, and my teacher invited me to be a part of the high reading group, you know, we weren't so politically correct back then, you know? <laughs> I'd never been in the high reading group before, you know, I read Sports Illustrated and the comics as a kid, I never read books, you know? So, what can I say? But he invited me to be in the high reading group, and I'm thinking, me? He says, are you Jason Brooks? I said, yeah, he says, come and get your book. I'm like, holy smokes, what is this all about, you know? I'm like, okay, well, I'll show them. You know, I can remember Tiffany and Aaron and Kevin, the typical bookworms, you know, who were in the high reading group. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to let them show me up. But somebody believed in me, and that was powerful. So I just invite all of you to rely on the Holy Spirit and to help you not only believe in yourself because God believes in you, but to believe in the kids and what they can do with the help of God, with the grace of God. Amen.